Today's teachers are all at different levels based on where they are with their technological needs. They're also at different levels with their strategies they use in classrooms. And on top of it all, they're incredibly overworked and overwhelmed. So how do you address that when you're trying to help your teachers find an efficient way at the level they're ready to enter at? Hey, all my seeing to lead listening friends. Today, my discussion with Tisha Poncio and Rick Butterworth covers all of those things and more. A lot of our conversation has to deal with just that very topic, and it's such a good conversation, I broke it into two parts. So this is part one. But now, just listen to some of the things we discuss in part one that have to do with helping teachers and helping students become leaders in their own right. Both Tisha and Rick work with Wakelet, and so they take a lot of time explaining what Wakelet is. As Tisha puts it, it's an ed tech party bus. It makes time more efficient, has templates, and helps you create a flow with different links from various resources. Wakelet helps teachers create a system of information for their users in a simple and convenient manner. So did you hear that? It helps teachers at the level they're at, and it does so efficiently, not by adding on, but adding to, because it becomes a hub for all information. So everything, not just the creation, but the use becomes much more efficient. When we talk about differentiation for levels of support, I love supporting teachers. And one of the things I talk about in my book is how they're all at different levels. Wakelet helps with that because it lets teachers enter at the point they're ready to and expand as they go along. And as Rick explained, Wakelet was designed just for that. It's about less clicks that act as a benefit rather than an add-on. The idea of teacher pedagogy will be changed once teachers begin to use Wakelet more, as explained by Tisha and Rick in this episode. And the most important thing that we hear in part one is that it helps students become leaders of their own education. Now, what's more important than that? What could be more important than creating leaders out of students when it comes to how they're accessing their education? And then finally, the the statement that really hit me before we get past this part one was made by Rick. And he said, look, he started Wakelet because he firmly believes if you're not making someone's life better, then you're wasting your time. Well, hey, look, this podcast, this is definitely going to make you better. So I don't want to waste any more of your time talking about it. How about we just get into this episode with Tisha and Rick, part one. Here we go. But it also helped me achieve not just my my state learning standards for my classroom and, and as a tech coach, but then those ISTE standards. It was like the epitome. I was always trying to reach the top of the mountain and I just couldn't quite get there. And I didn't know how to do it. And and I really, it, it really is a universal joke that I'm wearing a wakelet shirt right now because I was so resistant to it. But my students flourished and they still are flourishing. Every student that I've had. I keep I keep up with them. Um, I was actually presenting a student's portfolio the other day for a, a 
district in Texas. And I use her portfolio as an example for what a student portfolio can be and how powerful that can be for students to see their learning in progress, but also for your teachers and for yourself and your own practice. And I was noticing that Anora, her profile was completely different than it was the day before. And that told me that Anora, who's a freshman at University of North Texas, is still going to her portfolio and updating that. And I'm not there to tell her to do that. She has taken ownership and leadership of that and leading herself in that process. Dr. Chris Jones here, and welcome to Seeing to Lead, a show designed to help leaders increase their ability to effectively support, engage, and empower their staff through intentional practices so that they create an environment where everyone reaches their greatest level of success. On Seeing to Lead, communication rules the day as we hear voices from both teachers and leaders in an effort to examine perspectives, highlight misunderstandings, and provide steps to ultimately bridge the gap between what teachers need and provide through thoughtful dialogue. This show is about amplifying voices, creating understanding, and providing information to help everyone continually improve. I want to personally thank you for taking the time. Now, let's get to getting better. Rick Butterworth is a co-founder and leads engineering and operations at Wakelet. He studied aviation technology at Salford University, obtained his private pilot's license, and worked as an airport consultant before joining Wakelet. His interests include UX, product, coding, and Web3. Tisha Poncio, Master's of Science in Learning Technologies and Instructional Design, has served in education for the last 21 years. She has led students in the classroom teaching English, web design, graphic design, business computers, programming, and broadcast journalism, and coached educators and administrators as a digital learning specialist for 12 years. She's a Google certified trainer and was named a finalist in 2018 for Instructional Technology Specialist of the Year in Texas. She has presented at numerous educational technology conferences across the nation and in her home state of Texas, speaking about student leadership, student autonomy, digital citizenship for all ages, and meaningful technology integration. She currently serves as Wakelet's digital learning specialist. I'm really excited to welcome both Rick and Tisha to the Scene to Lead podcast episode today because it's the first time I've had two people on and they have so much information from their very perspectives and their work with Wakelet. Welcome, Tisha and Rick. Thank you. Thank you very much. So now that I've got the official bio piece out of the way and we've got all the official titles and everything out of the way, why don't we start with, and we're just going to, for the listener, we're just going to jump in as people have different answers for this conversation. Why don't we start with what led you to this point in your career or in your business where you've designed a product or a tool that really reaches in to support, engage, and empower leaders, teachers, and students in schools? Well, I'll try and keep it short. I don't think we've got three days to go over everything. But in a nutshell, Jamil, our CEO, and he reached out to me on LinkedIn and basically said, I've got this idea this product that will allow people to organize content online. And originally, the concept of Wakelet, we didn't really know where the full product fit was going to be straight away. It was a learning curve, and we were also like halfway through developing the product at the time. But over time, as we brought more people into the team and we started to find where the market was, we started to find that there was a big interest 
interest in education, especially in digital portfolios. And, and we just basically hit the ground running with that because that is the biggest benefit for teachers. And what we want to do is try to build a product that's actually going to serve people and make their lives easier. So that's how it came about with the education space. Did you have anything to add to that, Tisha? Or Well, my journey to Wakelet was much <laughs> different because I was resistant to using Wakelet. I was the veteran teacher that said, I don't see how this is going to help me solve any of my problems in the classroom. And it was because of student leaders that actually brought me to Wakelet. They are the ones that taught me and proved my entire philosophy on Wakelet wrong. And it was because of that student leadership group that I started implementing Wakelet in ways that allowed for support among teachers, collaboration among teachers, engaging lessons. So my students in our school, students in my classroom were more engaged in the content. The learning was sticking. I was able to really complete that whole learning process. That's not something that I had ever been able to achieve as an educator of 18 years. And then because my students were so empowered by using Wakelet and using the programs that we'll share about a little bit later, they all actually became, the majority of them became entrepreneurs, creating their own businesses, their own social media presence. And it was amazing to me what was happening before my eyes. I had never seen it as an educator. And so when the opportunity was presented to me to join the team as the first U.S. employee, I could not say no because I thought how amazing for me to empower students and educators on a global scale. I love the story that you're both telling about all the way from creating a tool that makes it easier to empower people, the end goal, right? Both students and educators. But what is it that's so engaging about Wakelet for people to jump right in and use. Because sometimes, and I think this is important for the listeners, sometimes we come across the idea of easy versus engaging versus entertaining. And especially those last two where we don't want to, there, there's a little bit of entertainment to catch somebody's attention, but really that surface level, we want that engaging piece that draws people in. So what is it about Wakelet that helps people do that? I find that when we've tried to actually make the product as simple as possible, as convenient as possible, and then showing people that there is use behind this, that's where you start to see your major interests. When you've got users who are extremely busy, hardly have any time to be looking at a brand new product, because I'm sure they're getting bombarded with the latest new thing that's going to help them. It's all about being consistent and showing how we're here to help and we're thinking about them, the users. So for our case with teachers, we want to make sure that we're able to support them in the best way. And that's why we brought in things like our integrations. Being able to record a Flipgrid video from Wakelet, add tweets, adding multiple tweets as well, adding from YouTube importing images and PDFs and links easily, writing your own notes, the customization so they're not structured to a set layout or order of things, making it easier for them and making it easier for them to understand without too much handholding will mean that they will be able to implement it into their lives much easier. And if what we're implementing is something that allows them to do something in 
10 minutes instead of an hour, then it means they've got more time to do the things that they That's really what it comes down to when we're trying to get this product to be beneficial and useful for them. I was just going to say, I just wanted Rick to add in because we had talked about this earlier about the creativity piece. I think everything that he listed off really lends itself to allowing teachers and students to be more creative in the classroom and lead in a creative way. But in addition to that, I think there is opportunity and Rick can speak more to this, but I think there's an opportunity when using Wakelet, not just as an educator, but as a student, you're empowering those students to really become autonomous in their learning and being able to accommodate for how they learn best. I'm going to let Rick take this because (laughs) he's better at speaking about this part because it's a personal story to him, right? Yeah, absolutely. So just to give you a bit of background from what Tish was saying, I am dyslexic. So for me, learning from a textbook, reading from a textbook, writing from what the teacher's written on the board, even participating in collaborative activities where I'm getting involved with the entire classroom or being the center of attention, those were difficult for me. But the biggest things that I thrived in was creativity, arts, technology, design, things that I found I could bring my own unique style to. And that's where things like sketchnoting comes into play. So it becomes so powerful because not every student can learn the same way. And bringing in tools like sketchnoting or bringing in other ways where students are able to learn and grow from the way that they find best becomes so beneficial for all students and also means that the teacher is able to provide everything that they're needing and ensure that all the students are learning at the same level. And that's the greatest thing that we actually did in Wakelet on the mobile apps. We released an update back in June, which was the draw feature. And it was all about bringing that creativity side to the classroom and allowing students to draw out what they're thinking, whether it is sketch noting or whether they just want to write some quick notes down with some little graphics next to it or whatever it was. Even if it's just they're just an, a graphic designer, they've got an interest in that kind of idea. They can actually draw stuff on their tablet and be able to organize it into collections. This is what we tried to give to people. And it's the same as I said with the flip integration. Some people like to record themselves to help them learn. And with that flexibility, uh, it means it's available to everyone. Everyone can use that tool. You know, it's interesting you said, so you said a couple of things. You both said a couple of things. I'm, And I'm thinking as I go back, you talked about Wakelet and the way you're talking about Wakelet, it's a tool to empower students and educators and unlock creativity in the classroom. Now, this may hurt your feelings a little bit, but Wakelet as a tool, I remember a while ago with Wakelet when I first tried it. And it was one of these things, like you just mentioned, I'm busy, I'm doing things. I tried it as a new tool. I clicked around a little bit and I saw it more as a curation type of tool to where I walked away from it because, so I don't currently use it, but I walked away from it because I didn't see how to make use of that as a curation tool for myself, for my own personal needs. Now, I mean, I'm an administrator, so I'm not working with a bunch of different students, although I do use tools like that to work with my faculty as if my faculty were a class. Talk to me a little bit more, and especially the listeners. So if you were to describe what kind of tool Wakelet is 
and why that matters in a classroom and how it can be useful in a classroom. I think it'd be very beneficial to the listeners as we go forward. Okay, well, I'm going to take over this one. So as you were saying, you're an administrator, right? And you only see it as a curation tool. I've explained it. I explained it to teachers as an ed tech party bus for them, because for them in their role, they're using so many different tools vetted by the district. Anything that they're using is going to work inside of that platform. So if they need to put together an engaging student paced lesson plan, if they wanted to dif- differentiate learning or individualize learning in the classroom, they could choose a particular layout and pull that content together and really facilitate and guide their students. For administrators or curriculum directors, there uh, it becomes a, a hub of information. And my colleague, Ryan McGinnis, put together a template, a faculty meeting template. So imagine, Chris, that you are putting together all of the contents of, the, of your faculty meeting. You've given your teachers everything they they need. You are asking them to preview that before they get to the actual meeting. And now you're saving them time because it really just becomes a discussion. What questions do you have? These items, what feedback do you have? What action items do we need to, to take, you know, to go beyond this meeting? But you're essentially saving them time and saving you time because it becomes a hub that you can go back to. And instead of starting from scratch every time, you can make copies of those collections for those faculty meetings, right? And you can put anything in them. So from the tech coach point of view and the curriculum director and administrator point of view, I would struggle just giving out simple Google Drive links to my teachers in my district. And we were a Google ecosystem. So I was sharing links with them from files in Google Drive. And they were saying to me, "Um, can you send this to my email? Or I can't find it. Is it in the shared with me area? And if it is, what's it called? And it was so much chaos that it was stressing me out, but it was also stressing them out. So imagine putting together a hub of collections that have specific Google Drive links for that topic that you want them to have. So for example, in Texas, we have the T-test system, right? So the administrators are walking in with their iPads and they're doing, you know, assessment. Maybe the teacher is putting together resources. It would be so easy for you to pull together those teacher resources from all of those teachers and have them in a hub so that they can go see what is an engaging lesson, right? Instead of because we know they don't have time. Teachers don't have time. They're subbing for other teachers. There's a sub shortage. And back in, you know, the early 2000s, we would go visit classrooms because we would have time off. But imagine being able to showcase that to your community, for example. That's a whole nother, you know, a district superintendent maybe wants to tell a story. That would be a great way to tell a story. So we have lots of use cases out there, multiple roles, but the most popular is really just streamlining that curriculum for those administrators principles. I could talk to you about this forever. So I'm going to stop here and ask you what questions you have for me. I think the idea of that is fantastic because as a principal that centers on faculty, I really cut down my communications with them and do look for places to keep everything for them. So one of the things I do is I have an internal memo each week that I use and, and I send out to memo form in SendFox. And there's a reason I'm telling you this. So I can see what they're interacting with and what they're not. I can drop any type of media in SendFox because I also do a weekly video message to the whole community based on just different character, integrity, being purposeful, things like that. And then to my community, I also send a weekly newsletter that I use S'more for that I can also drop everything into. Now, they can always go back. Anybody can go back and see where these things are, like you had mentioned. 
but they have to go to that specific episode. So I drop that link into Google Classroom. And so it's under the header. They go into the, the staff Google Classroom and they can find those links. But then it becomes one of the things I think about was what issue was that in? And so they kind of they maybe have to search. Now we're into wasting time and not being efficient. If I'm remembering Wakelet from when I saw Wakelet, and this is kind of why I got a little excited about it as you were speaking, it's a running document. So you just scroll through and it becomes much easier. And then as I thought about that, I thought about the whole idea of MTSS and PLC notes and things like that, how it's so much easier than the easy. And for those who can't see me, I'm doing air quotes, the easy piece of Google where you put them into um, calendar notes into the invitation, but then it becomes people aren't sure if they got the new update. They aren't. So there's a lot of back and forth and it's still clunky. Wakelet's just one streaming piece that you can, and if I remember right, you can drag and drop different things to reorder them and so forth. Yes. 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 And you're absolutely right. It's one single link. So that's why it's such an incredible solution. And Chris, I haven't even mentioned the iOS app that I use all the time because I remember, and like you, I was moving around from classroom to classroom as a tech coach, school to school. I was still trying to get my students to meet learning goals. So I was trying to do multiple things at one time and be in multiple places at one time. And Wakelet, the iOS app, along with just the Wakelet platform, really helped me solve that problem. And so I found myself always now being solutions oriented, thinking, okay, what's the problem I have? And how is Wakelet going to solve that for me? And the truth is nine times out of 10, it is going to solve that problem. So you were talking about using S'more. You could put those S'more links into a Wakelet collection and then you're sending your one URL, right? So wakelet.com slash at Tisha Poncia. That's all it is, right? It's your name. And so it's easy for them to remember and it's easy for them to find it. Now you are just organizing it and copying all of your collections, really saving yourself time. But it is a living document essentially. And it is so intuitive. And that is why my students picked up on it. It was really my students leading themselves, which I talk a lot about leading yourself as a leader, but my students were leading themselves in taking an assignment that I had given them, a digital portfolio, and then looking at all of their choices. So Wix, Weebly, I mean, I had everything on there, Google Sites, and they were saying to me, Ms. Poncio, this Wakelet is the best solution for this assignment. And I really learned that from them on how to take a problem and go, oh, Wakelet's going to help me with that. Wakelet's going to help me with that. And so, yeah, I was saying this long before they started paying me to say it, Chris. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. You know, you talk about the intuitive and how intuitive is. And I think to myself, the whole dragging and dropping piece, if that still works, you can reorganize things. But how much cleaner that is, the one the one link that you were talking about, the one URL. Supporting your teachers and students seems to be a struggle. They just don't seem to be engaged. You wish they would take more responsibility for their learning and culture of the building, but they just don't seem to be empowered enough to do it. So my question is, have you checked out the book Seeing to Lead yet? It's all about creating a true educational experience where learning, growth, leadership, and community take center stage. Full of strategies and resources, Seeing to Lead is about attaining that goal by employing a model that supports, engages, and empowers all individuals to become leaders themselves. Pick up a copy today at seeingtolead.com. That's S-E-E-I-N-G-T-O-L-E-A-D 
www.thepowerofleadership.com. Remember, you don't become a leader and then decide you need to support and recognize others more than yourself. It is the moment you realize it's about supporting and recognizing others that you become a leader. Seeingtolead.com. One of the things I'm wondering, and Rick, you had said this before when we were talking, you had mentioned when you were talking about simple and convenient, and it doesn't take too much handholding. Couple that with research on different generations, right? Like the Gen Xers, Gen Alpha, all this stuff. And we find that when we look at a staff in our building, that the more veteran, notice I didn't say older, more veteran teachers, they're less apt to take off on their own. Now, that's not to say they won't take change or they won't move to technology, sometimes begrudgingly, but they still move. They realize they're in an area that requires change and that they have to be flexible. But they need more of that direct support rather than the teachers that we're just hiring straight out of teacher prep programs that sometimes have the feeling of hands off, just give me some time to figure it out on my own. I want to play with it. How do we as leaders support our teachers and our staff in making a transformation such as this to Wakelet? Because it it seems as if, uh, to use Tisha's word, a hub of all these different tools we have. How can we support teachers in that and even engage them in the process of switching over to gain some real traction with a tool like Wakelet? Yeah, I think what Tish mentioned about it being a hub of absolutely everything, that works perfectly for your new teachers or people that may have been working for a shorter period of time. Because as you say, more willing to get involved in something new and play around and learn in that manner. The problem you have for the veteran teachers, if you turn around and say, here's a blank canvas, go do something, they're going to look at it blank. But what we try to do is provide them with key ideas that they would benefit from. Start with one simple thing that you know the teachers are going to use. If it's portfolios or if it's lesson planning or learning resources, anything like that, just start with one. Because if you get them understanding one idea, you can let their creative ideas flow. Or they might be simply, you know what? That's all I'm happy to use it for. That's all I need it for. But you've found a benefit for them. So that's one thing that I've always learned because I've developed applications before I was working at Wakelet. One of them that I built, simply all it did was copy files from one location on your computer to another. But because people didn't know where the destination was or how to get to it, I basically built an application that allowed you to click a button and it did everything. And you just choose it, chose exactly what you wanted to be moved. And that's what we tried to do with Wakelet is the same thing. How can we make it much, much more simpler for the users? Less clicks, less confusing terminology, just keep it straight, just normal. Well, say normal, no, simple and easy to use, easy to understand, and they'll get it. You give them an idea and they'll go with it. That's all it comes down to. And I think once you show that to teachers that are a bit more resistant and the benefits that they're going to get by very little investment, you'll get more engagement from them. I think that's the biggest problem that we have these days is because people's time is so limited, they're not willing to put the investment in the same now. And rightly so. So that's what we try to do. Do it in the shortest space of time. 
Now you talk about investment. I have I have a technical question for each one of you. So, Rick, you mentioned. Did I hear you mention templates before? Do you have templates in Wakelet that teachers we do. can plug into? I was ready. I was ready for that. You it's were, Wakelet. You we're going to jump was, on that. One. I was about to. It was like you were reading my mind. It's wakelet.com slash templates. <laughs> like that's Imagine what it is. That. So you yeah. enter that in, and you will get an entire list of templates for those teachers, for those administrators, and then Rick. We also have a blog. What is that? You are. Uh, blog.wakelet.com and Chris, you will find using Wakelet as an administrator from Dr. Matthew Joseph over there. He wrote a blog about it from the administrator perspective. So the blog is also going to help um, inspire those teachers as well. If they can't find a template, there's some good blogs out there that is on that page as well. So those two things I think will benefit. And then we have the YouTube channel, which they're going to find so many resources on the YouTube channel. The sketchnoting webinar that Rick was talking about earlier is on there. Canva, if you have teachers who are fans of Canva, we did a Canva Wakelet webinar. Danica Botts from Houston and I did that. But there's so many resources there. Those three, I would say, are the top three for your teachers to help them get started. Absolutely. Awesome. And so one more technical question. You said on your iOS system, does it work on Androids? It certainly does. Nice and simple. Yeah, we tried to provide iOS, Android, mobile, and tablet. And you can use the web version on mobile and tablet as well if you want to. It's Okay. I, yeah, I'm one of those Samsung people. I always get in arguments <laughs> back and forth with Apple folks. We won't argue with you, but Rick and I both really like Apple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Well, just to give you an idea, my wife has an Apple. So, I, <laughs> yeah, I might be outnumbered. You do have great pictures, though. I know that your your phone takes incredible pictures, so that is definitely a win-win yeah. when I'm hanging out with somebody with that kind of phone. <laughs> yeah, it works for me. I And actually, the backdrop, which people can't see on the podcast, is from my own phone of my son, and I was able to catch sparks of him blacksmithing <laughs> and things like that. But we digress. So we've talked a lot about the simplicity of Wake and its usefulness. If I were to ask you what you're passionate about, and how that plays out in your use for Wakelet as far as education goes. Because I want to, the whole idea of this podcast is to really give teachers and leaders an idea about things that work for them and things that are going to engage them and be intrinsically engaging so that they're empowered to really take their skill set to another level and to improve and really impact as many people as possible. So talk to me a little bit about the passion behind this and what keeps it going for you in education. Want to go first, Tish? I can. <laughs> I was going to say, you're both looking at me like, who's going to jump on that one We're first? Like, who's doing this first? Well, I think for me, what it did for me, and I often will, you know, anybody who's seen me present, I will tell this story over and over. Of course, you know, I was very resistant in the beginning, but it really taught me that there's an opportunity using Wakelet for student leadership in the classroom, student autonomy, goal setting with students. I know discourse is a huge topic in education. I was doing conflict resolution with my students. I was doing peer-to-peer -peer feedback with students. I was also doing all of these things with my teachers and my PLC group, real-world application, using it for design thinking or project-based learning. And then I think for me, what it really did is it helped me achieve the goal of creating leaders in the classroom before they graduate. And, you know, before, before the show, we talked about really creating leaders who are in our students who are able to go out 
and confidently get a job and confidently become a leader in that workplace or in their college classrooms or in their degree plans and their, you know, whatever they're doing. And I think for me, and it really does sound too good to be true. So I know the listeners are listening to me saying, Tisha Poncio, you clearly have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm telling you from my experience, it changed my entire educational philosophy. I know it sounds overdramatic to say Wakelet did that, but Wakelet was this vehicle for me because I saw the vision of what I wanted for my students. I just didn't know how to get them there. And Wakelet helped me do that. Did it help me do some personal things as well? Like put together, you know, curations of my travels and, you know, maybe <laughs> put together a wish list for anybody who wants to buy me a gift. I mean, absolutely. But it also helped me achieve not just my state learning standards for my classroom and as a tech coach, but then those ISTE standards. It was like the epitome me. I was always trying to reach the top of the mountain and I just couldn't quite get there and I didn't know how to do it. And I really, it, it really is a universal joke that I'm wearing a wakelet shirt right now because I was so resistant to it, but my students flourished and they still are flourishing. Every student that I've had, I keep up with them. I was actually presenting a student's portfolio the other day for district in Texas. And I use her portfolio as an example for what a student portfolio can be and how powerful that can be for students to see their learning in progress, but also for your teachers and for yourself and your own practice. And I was noticing that Anora, her profile was completely different than it was the day before. And that told me that Anora, who's a freshman at University of North Texas, is still going to her portfolio and updating that. And I'm not there to tell her to do that. She has taken ownership and leadership of that and leading herself in that process. So I think no matter what those goals are, I, I think Wakelet is, is a great tool. And for any teachers listening, I just want to shout out some of our programs. We have a student certification program on the YouTube channel. Ryan and I will be doing a follow along. So please go back and watch that. By the time this is published, it'll be on a replay, but you can go replay that anytime. And then we have a student ambassador program. So it's covering six C's, digital citizenship, curation, information, literacy. I know those things are important for educators and principals and parents. And then we have a Wakeless Schools program that we put together. And this could be the entire school community. It could be the complete district. You can tie in community leaders. So your city leaders, if you wanted, there's so much there and so many opportunities to really, really achieve all the goals that you have, no matter what your role is. I keep going back to that again. It really does sound too good to be true, Chris. I know <laughs> as I'm saying this to you, but if you just let me coach you for 30 minutes, I guarantee you would be sold. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we've been talking for almost a half an hour or thereabouts, and you've just about got me sold anyways, just listening to what's going on. And, you know, just Rick, before I, I, throw it over to you and say, man, you should have went first, I think. But just trying to follow that. It's, um, <laughs> I'm really wishing I did go first now. Yeah, I, you know, you said it, it's so, we all talk about student-led classrooms and we talk about wanting students to take ownership of their learning. And too often we get bogged down in the game of school, I'll call it, right? And what classrooms look like. And it just, it is frustrating. It's aggravating, but it's also understandable because of all the things on teachers' plates and how scary that first step is to really just relinquish things and have a student-led classroom where that ownership is occurring right before you. 
Wakelet just seems, from listening to what you said, like the tool that makes this happen. It really just seems like the conduit that once you get the hang of it as a teacher and put it out to the students, because now we're talking about that generational thing, again, with the generation alphas that will take something and run with it. It just seems like that's what Wakelet does. So thank you for that. That was really powerful what you said with the different tools and how useful it is. That being said, take it away, Rick. Yeah, you, Tish has really upped the bar on this one yeah. to, to what, I'm, what I need to say now. So I started off by saying that from what I've built previously, it's all been about helping people. And the biggest thing that I've always led by since, I mean, I've been working on Wakelet since pretty much day one. And after I left university, I was building stuff, just playing around, learning to code and trying to come up with ideas. And there was one saying by, I think it was, it was Will Smith, where if you are not making someone's life better, then you're wasting your time. And that resonated so much with me because I didn't get the full support that I should have done with my dyslexia. I don't want other people to go through that same struggle. And I know that certain things can be difficult. So I want to see when I'm hitting a problem, how can I make an easier way for this? Because I can't be the only one that's having this problem as well. And that's always strived me to look at new ways to work or new technologies or new ideas every single day. There's always room for improvement. And that was something else that I learned when I was doing design technology. So I was building CAD designs during, during college and actually building them out, whether that was in woodwork or uh, electronics or anything like that that you can never get nine you can never get 100% on your project because you can always improve it you can always make it better and again that also resonated with me so much of like i would create something i'm like i've got an idea i've got something that could do make take this to the next level and that's what we've done with Wakelet over and over i mean i remember the days as sat around a table with jamil and We'd be there till two, three o'clock in the morning every single night coming up with how can we make this easier? How can we make this better? And we were always iterating over and over. And I'll tell you now, the product ain't perfect. We're looking at ways we can make it better. We know we're always going to do it. But that's the exciting part because you're always looking for that next thing that we can do to help the next person. And that just keeps that motivation going all the time. It's our users every single time. We would not be where we are today if it wasn't for the users that we have right now. Well, thank you. Definitely lived up to it. Thank you very much for that. And, you know, and really, Rick, thank you for being vulnerable about sharing your issues with dyslexia and how that really wasn't taken care of the way it should have. And I'm sure that resonates with other listeners. I had a very good friend in college that suffered from dyslexia and there was no tool like Wakelet or something like that. And I remember, you know, he could tell me exactly what he wanted to uh, struggle when it came to reading about it or writing it down and doing that traditional paper, you know, that, that read, research, write and all of that. And it's just so, I mean, it's so evident in a tool that continually improves and your passion behind it, that it's a tool that's helpful for everybody that needs it. It includes instead of excludes, like some others, as far as skill set goes. Well, that's a wrap, but not the end. Next step, be sure to take action on something you heard here today. 
Hey, thanks for listening to the Scene to Lead podcast. If you would like to connect for any reason, email me at drchrissj at gmail.com or catch me on Twitter at Dr. C.S. Jones. If you've gotten any value from the Scene to Lead podcast today, you can help me and other leaders create a world-class environment through a teacher-centric approach by subscribing to the show, leaving an honest rating and review, and sharing this episode on social media with your most valuable takeaway. Also, one last thing. Have you had a chance to pick up my latest five-star rated book yet? Grab your copy of Seeing to Lead anywhere you buy books or at seeingtolead.com. That's S-E-E-I-N-G-T-O-L-E-A-D.com, where you can learn more and continue to improve. Now go have a successful week.